Welcome to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Pastor Kristen Stone King. Our mission at Epworth is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Together, we encourage each other, challenge each other, and welcome all people on their journey of faith. We are a reconciling congregation, meaning that persons of all sexual orientations and gender identities are welcomed to help transform our church and our world into the full expression of Christ's inclusive love. We are a sanctuary church, advocating for the rights and dignity of immigrants, and we stand in solidarity with the movement for Black Lives. Touch the earth lightly Use the earth gently, nurse the life of the world in our care. Gift of great wonder, ours to surrender. Trust for the children tomorrow will bear. We who endanger, who create hunger. blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message. Done for my John 10, 11 through 17. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down their life for the sheep. 
the hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as God knows me and I know God. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them in also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Holy One loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. Run to the hill, the hill, run to Sullivan's weapon all trembling from Poor lost sheep that never been found Sinner, why don't you stop and pray Then you'll hear the shepherd say Done found my lost sheep Done found my lost sheep Will you pray with me, please? Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the earliest texts of Buddhism, material reality was described in terms of solidity, fluidity, temperature, and mobility. These elements were com more commonly referred to as earth, which was connected to solidity, water, which was connected to fluidity, fire, which was connected to temperature, and air, which was connected to mobility. Earth, water, fire, and air. The ancient Greeks too spoke of these four elements. Later, Buddhist and Greek thinking added a fifth element, that of space. And though modern science has given us another way of understanding material reality through atomic theory in which atoms make up basic units and are in turn classified as different elements, we still refer to these four fundamental elements, earth, water, fire, and air. They animate the zodiac and other frameworks that help us understand our lives and our relationships. Think about it. Though you may not know what the 16th element on the periodic table is, you probably know whether you are a Taurus, earth sign, Aries, fire sign, Pisces, water sign, Libra, air sign, and so forth. Earth, fire, water, and air. A few days ago, we celebrated Earth Day. And the Earth in Earth Day is not quite the same as the Earth as referred to in the four elements. The Earth in Earth Day is the all of it, the water that flows in you and me and around us through rivers and rain and sea and snow, the heat and fire that turns trees into ashes, 
the ground that is under our feet and the air that surrounds us and fills our lungs and nostrils. The earth in Earth Day brings all the elements of creation into focus as one dynamic whole. These are the elements of life. As we bring our attention to Earth Day and the care needed to support the fullness of creation, we are painfully aware of each of these elements. The groaning of earth, fire, water, and air occupied our hearts and minds, particularly this last year. We're all too conscious of the presence and impact of fire. As, la as, as last year, as early as August, we and creatures who need air to live could not find fresh air outside due to fire and smoke. Landscapes were charred, destroyed, transformed, ground deforested. We know that the lack of water fuels the fire, which results in turn in the lack of fresh air. Many of us are becoming more aware of the water protectors. That group of persons descended from Anishinaabe women who understand it to be their sacred responsibility to protect the water sources of the Great Lakes from the oil pipelines of the Enbridge Corporation, such as the Keystone XL and now what is known as Line 3. The water protectors are calling now on all allies and those of strong heart to join them. Some of you have been following and supporting the Anishinaabe and as well as the water protectors at Standing Rock in the Dakotas. Earth, water, fire, and air. And even with the groaning and dramatic struggle in earth, fire, and water, it is per perhaps air or the lack thereof that has garnered most of our attention last year. As the COVID crisis has become more understood, what we've learned is that this is a virus that steals air from people. Air in the form of breath cut off from lungs as they became, became infected and inflamed. The stealing of air led to the stealing of life. And when we heard George Floyd say over and over, I can't breathe, we witnessed the manifestation of racism that again steals air and breath and life from our siblings of color. This last week, we heard the judge in the trial of the murder of George Floyd pronounce guilty, 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 three times, guilty. Even as I am beyond grateful and relieved by this outcome, I find I'm still holding my breath. Will sentencing be just? Can we sustain this moment of justice to dismantle and transform these systems of oppression? From whence does our help come as we seek to support the goodness and wholeness of life for all persons and all creatures? But on Earth Day, we are called to fill our lungs with sweet air wherever we can find it and to work to care for Earth's beauty and flourishing 
Find hope where you may and keep pushing for the world of health and wholeness that Jesus showed us glimpses of. Earth Day is a day for all of us, all of the inhabitants of this planet. Christian, Buddhist, fowl or fish, all are blessed with the inheritance of our natural world. Our scripture today from the Gospel of John is known as the Good Shepherd. In the scripture is a very material, very physical image of Jesus, a living, breathing shepherd. Take a minute now and imagine this shepherd and being on a hillside among sheep. Can you feel the breeze? See the grasses rustle? Smell the earthy whiff of lanolin, lanolin and dung? Feel the heat of the sun. In the imagery of the Good Shepherd, we are reminded again that we have a God who came to us as a creature of this earth. We have a shepherd who will do anything, even lay down his life for his sheep, for us. The scripture tells us that the Good Shepherd desires our well-being and is willing to sacrifice all for the beauty of the earth and for the beauty of our lives. In fact, we know that in history, he has done that. Then Jesus goes on to say, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. In history, God entered the realm of earth and water and fire and air and became known to a particular people. We are the descendants of those people and we call ourselves Christians. But what is so significant about this text is that there is an expansiveness here that allows others to belong to other folds. There's an expansiveness here that stretches all around the, the globe. In the course of history, matter and meaning has combined to make God manifest in many ways, be it through the beauty of the earth or the practices of Buddhism or the bonding of those who stand in solidarity to bring forth love and justice. There are many folds, but all respond to the voice of spirit and love. In this Easter season between the honoring of the physical life and death of Jesus and the birth of the church on Pentecost, we must wrestle with what it means to have both a physical God who is a historical God and a resurrected God who is beyond history and materiality. In the early decades of the 20th century, French Jesuit Pierre Teilhard de Chardin wrestled with this same tension. Teilhard de Chardin, who was also a paleontologist, began to bring the mysticism and doctrines of Catholicism into conversation with the natural world, into conversation with evolution. His writings and his teachings angered the Catholic Church, and in 1925 he was exiled to China. Yet he continued to think and to write about who Christ was and is, 
what he means for our natural world and for our existence. Teilhard de Chardin's writings were suppressed for the rest of his life and not published until a year after his death in 1955. But his ideas continue to be debated and considered embraced and expansive. He described evolution as stretching from inanimate matter to a future state of divine consciousness. To Darwin's theory of evolution that remained in the material realm, Tillard added a spiritual realm. He posited two kinds of energy, tangential energy, energy that can be measured by physics, and radial energy or spiritual energy, which accumulates into a higher state as time progresses. It seems to me if we are to tend to the work of caring for the material, material realm, the, the earth, we must harness the power of the spiritual realm as well. Our second scripture for this morning is from 1 John, which also talks about the one who would lay down his life for the sake of the well-being of others, and then goes on to name this action as love. Love not just in words or speech, but in truth and action. This Earth Day, the cosmic Christ, the resurrected one who is both in the material and spiritual realms is calling us to take action, to be shepherds with God, with the cosmic Christ of earth, water, fire, and air. The Good Shepherd is calling us, whatever fold we find ourselves in, to live and live again, to love and to respond to that voice of wholeness and well-being that is all of creation.
You've been listening to the podcast for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Wherever you're located, we'd love for you to take a next step in growing in faith in this community. Our online worship is at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings on Facebook, YouTube, and on our website at epworthberkeley.org. Or you can fill out an online connect card at epworthberkeley.org backslash connect. Have a great week. Teach me to dance in the beat of your heart. Teach me to move in the power of the Spirit. Teach me to move in the light of your presence. Teach me to dance in the beat of your heart. Teach me to pray in the power of Easter. Following Christ in a life resurrected. Teach me to act with compassion and justice. Teach me to dance in the power of love. Teach me to hope for the day.